what's the protocol? We don't we don't say anything about anyone or anything that we don't want them to know that we are gonna say about them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll just be vague. Just don't yeah. just just <laughs> use different names or okay. something. I mean, anything you say uh, is just gonna come back to you. We'll yeah. we'll disavow all association yeah, with you. Can, you. You can say whatever you, you want. You know, you can say whatever you want about please, you know. Please be as inflammatory as possible so no. this gets some hits. That would be so much fun just to talk crazy shit about yeah, go for it, people, man. But for I'm not gonna do yeah, talk shit about <laughs> open micers. Uh, back uh, back in the day when I started, uh, Robbie would run like a, a open mic comedy ranking, and he would just list oh, random fire. open micers like one to twenty five and post it on Twitter. That's dope. I mean, that's people, why I put yeah. you should do that again. Mysterious symbols next to people's names on the club comedy uh, right. open, open mic list: red dot, blue dot, black dot. Plus circle. sign, minus sign, up arrow, down arrow. Yeah, I and I like just, to be more vague with it, yeah. with just colored dots because it, like there's no meaning to it whatsoever. Yeah, colored it's, dots. Yeah, it's just to poke people in the narcissism. Yeah, yeah. Is that light killing? And you? nobody knows behind you. You okay? You look like you're in pain. He uh, is no, in I think pain. It's all right. He's just because okay. he is. We can in turn. Pain. Leo's lamp. very hungover. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. All right. Are we going? Is this we're, on? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. This is on. This is top tier oh, okay. material. So it's no. Okay. This and is the Southern Jerks no. podcast. Yeah. Welcome to this Rain is the City Rain City Jerks. Jerks podcast. We're yeah. here with the jerks as usual, and we've got yeah. uh, aspiring jerk Leo yeah. Miller. He's hungover. He's undefeated. We're in the same shirt that I see him wearing, probably like three or four out of five times that I see him. I need to get some new shirts. How many shirts do you have? You and Quinn, well, you know, you've got like the same shirt that you wear. I have enough shirts. I just have every enough time. pants. Talk more into like the. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I have enough shirts. I just have enough pants. So I don't have enough. What are those dress shirts. slacks you're wearing? Bro, it's Lululemon, bro. Really? It's fucking. Um, the fucking. So it's like yoga pants. Are they for chinos? There's some chinos? It's Utilitech, bro. That's the, that's the fabric. That's what it's called. Is it wicking moisture off of your body as we speak? Are they tapered? I'm a pants freak. <laughs> and I, I, lo- okay. I lost my pair, my favorite pair of pants. They Are just- you being overstimulated enough by our questions? Turn that light back on. <laughs> they just, uh, <laughs> my favorite pair of pants just disappeared. Yeah, and that's not I, good. I've been chasing new pants ever since and then like i have yeah. their j crew chinos okay. and uh one pair is actually just a deep navy and it drives me insane because they're not actually black right and the pants i have on now those uh, are black this is now a men's fashion podcast uh these are black and they're stretch which i like but they're tapered. metrosexual city jerks they're tapered yeah. and that's it. not what i wanted i just wanted straight were you black. even alive when metrosexuality was a thing how old are you? 25. Okay. Oh, okay. So you heard about metrosexuality from your grandpa? From South Park. From South Park, that's right. Yeah. There's that one episode where Randy becomes a metrosexual. That's probably like the greatest reservoir of cultural knowledge that our society it's has the... is just watching <laughs> through South Park. It's, it's the like, library oh, ev- of every Alexandria trend. for memes. Yeah. For memes and taking the piss on pop culture and liberalism. Yeah, one time Cheyenne was trying to describe how her days were in college, and she said, yeah, I was she just like... She went to college. She went to college. <laughs> she said, yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would just like, uh, Snooki wants smush smush. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> she's so empowered. She's great now, though. You say she's great now? She's great now, yeah. Yeah, she was probably great before. Maybe. What do you mean? <laughs> No, she was fucked up. <laughs> Dude, she's still fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. you know, she lives, she has a car to live in. It's fine. And an she's, L.A. boyfriend or something. Yeah, she's gone now. She's, did she Good leave? Good riddance. She oh, left? damn, that's sad. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, she left today. Oh. That's sad, man. Yeah. You, guys were, you guys were bros, right? We were bro. We were peas in a pod, bro. Is her sister still hanging out? Her sister's still here, yeah. Yeah. Younger sister, older sister, or twin sister? Younger. Younger, okay. Yeah. Have you met the sister? I have met the sister yeah. once. Yeah. Man, it's gotta oh, be it's, gotta, it's a hard shot. Club to comedy. Live in. They like to she likes to go to club comedy, I think. The sister? Comedy bar, maybe. Mm, I don't know. No, she said she like she likes to do the bucket. Oh. But, but last time we were gonna do the bucket, then she just didn't show up. Kaylin like, or Cheyenne? Kaylin. Yeah. I've never seen her at the bucket before. Yeah, me either. I'll try to get her to come to the bucket. Yeah. No, female shock comics, they get 
they get a they get a big bump. Yeah. Yeah. Like male shot comics. We're a dime a dozen. Yeah. Like they're like, get the fuck out of here, male shot comics. Cheyenne showed up to my mic and I was like, Who is this person? (laughs) This is my new favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen her sister do comedy, but pretty much the same thing. Okay. A little more narrative structure, but Yeah. Very So Cheyenne's gone. She moved to To LA. To LA. Have you met this boyfriend of hers? Uh, no, but he has a podcast that, like, that was how I ended up, well, I just met Cheyenne at an open mic, and then, like, I just saw her Instagram, and she, like, had a post with this guy that, like, does this podcast. What's the podcast? uh, It's called Hate Watch. It's a good name for a um, podcast. I don't know, there's this, I don't know, Robbie knows him as this guy named, like, Devin Costa, or, well, I guess he wasn't a Seattle comic, but... Anyway, yeah, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. So now you're a Seattle comic, right? Yeah. You're fully one of us. I'm one of us, yeah. Why'd you start? Are you from uh, Seattle? I'm from Redmond. So yeah, yeah, you're from Seattle. Yeah, yeah, so I'm from Seattle. I just want the audience to know that Leo is now double-dosing electrolyte drinks. That's yeah. how hungover this he is. This is a right. fucking ginormous uh, mug, bro. I only drink out of big mugs. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes so much sense. That's perfect for you. <laughs> You're fucked up and hungover like Leo. Drink liquid IV. Yeah. Liquid IV. It's got a patented uh, hydration delivery system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B vitamins, A vitamins, aminos, creatine, steroids, yeah, ketamine, everything you need. To be honest, uh, I love liquid IV. It's yeah. great. Uh, it's, personal, personal statement. It's, it's fucking, fantastic. It's fucking amazing. Liquid IV, yeah. please, uh, please sponsor the pod. Yeah, yeah, when was this podcast going to get ads on it, bro? Well, we got Spotify ads. What so what that, does that is mean? that even like? We get about uh, like one cent <laughs> for every play or something. We've made like 41 cents over the last week Let's or two. Let's go. That, that's, that's not nothing. <laughs> yeah, man. that's not I mean, nothing. That's, that's, that's 41 cents Look, more our, than nothing. Our accumulative podcast money is about $162 now. That's how right. good we're. That's, that's not how, that bad. Shout out Casey Judson. That's like eighty dollars a year. What did Casey do? He donated he, money to he you guys. He subscribes to us and donates ninety nine cents a month now. You could be like Casey Judson and so give us ninety nine cents a month if you want for this quality content. Yeah. <laughs> like per leg, that's pretty good. Yeah. That we're getting from Casey. Yeah. It's like double <laughs> what we're getting from. You know, someone with both legs. Everybody else listening. <laughs> Fucking a. Anyway, so you're from Redmond. Mm-hmm. Why did you start comedy? Why did you start comedy? <laughs> Were you like the funniest guy in your friend group? I mean, some. I think. I think a lot of my friends might say that, but I didn't think that I was. because yeah. I always thought somebody else was funnier than me. Sure. Well, not all. Like, I mean, for the most part, I probably thought I was the funniest. But there was like certain people that I thought were like, yeah, funnier than me that were like adjacent or whatever. Were you like dark and fucked up? Um. I mean, I don't know. I just make jokes all the time. Just make not, jokes all not, the time. Not, not particularly. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you see that was like, fuck, I got to go get on stage and uh, tell these jokes to other people? I just always wanted to do it. There you go. Did you go check out open mics before you did one? <sighs> okay. So the first open mic I ever did, it was like this. You guys probably heard of it, like Scratch Deli. Sure. Yeah, I remember Scratch. I was like twenty, and like okay, that was a little slightly before my time here. Yeah, I was like twenty, and I just went there and like, um, what I was going to community college and my life just sucked complete ass. Sure, like my like all my friends were either at regular college or uh, yeah, basically all my friends from high school. So and then my. Ex-girlfriend, like, started dating this guy. Like, we kind of broke up or whatever, and then she started dating some guy in a frat at UW, and I literally just went on stage at Scratch Deli, and I was just like, yeah, like, fuck this bitch. (laughs) 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 I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to UW, and then I'm going to, like, fuck her friend or something like that to get back at her. (laughs) And they were like, oh, my God, how problematic. And they were like this, and that was, like, the worst thing they had probably seen that that day yeah 
That mic sucked. Did it get some laughs? No, it was no. horrible. Okay. Yeah. It, I like. I. I. I think I like blocked it out of my memory. Like you know, like. It's uh, a way to do it. Trauma or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that didn't really count. Yeah, Scratch Deli was kind of like Comedy Womb North, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, it was very. Uh, so it was around here somewhere. It was no. It was. Uh, it was in the. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Cap Hill. It was on Twelfth. Okay. Oh. Um, it used to be a little deli out of a house, uh, but it was like super like twee alt comedy. Like uh-huh. everybody needs to be sensitive. Right. Uh, I, I had a very near canceling experience there. Oh. Um, so I was like second to last. I showed up and was like sitting through the whole open mic, and and, and, and I get mad. Like I get mad when I have to sit there and just watch bad comedy uh-huh. the whole time. Uh, and right before me, uh, this Asian chick went up and did a Joe, did her set. And then her and her other Asian friend, like got up and walked out the door right afterwards as I was getting on stage. And I was like, well, bye Asians. And, uh, and everyone was like, (gasps) he referenced their ethnicity. They're Asians. (laughs) And, you know, I got, like, three separate talking twos from uh-huh. people. Anyone still doing comedy? Uh, Hans Kim didn't care. Of course. I was like, Hans, is that bad? And he's like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but, like, like An- no, Andy good. Miller, he's like, Jay, walk with me. And he, like, held my hand Ew. and was, like, trying to, like, uh, dad me. Ew. And, uh, held your what? hand. How does that even ha- how, how does a man ever think that that's appropriate to do? A uh, man is generous. <laughs> um, but then, okay. but then, like, you know, that happened, and I was like, well, I don't really feel bad, uh-huh. or like I did anything wrong. And, and somebody was like, you know, it, it's, it, it's just kind of othering to them. Mm. And I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Shut up, you fucking yeah. cuck. That's one of the words um, they like to use. And then, like, so that happened in probably like 2015, 2016. And then I was on, I've been on Andy's podcast a couple times mm-hmm. and I brought that up. And he was like, oh shit, you remember that? And I'm like, of course I fucking remember it. It's the you one memory my, that I have from you, hand, you pasty bro. ginger fuck. Uh, <laughs> he's also fat. So okay. fat, pasty ginger fuck. God. Girl yeah. trifecta there. Sounds so. like a guy. Andy, you're all right. Uh, if you're listening to this, but yeah, Scratch Deli, Scratch Deli, Scratch it Scratch was, Deli. It was it was horrible. Yeah, no, but there was like a whole like Scratch Deli crew of guys who like, you know, it was very insular. Mm-hmm. There were a couple good comics coming out of there, but yeah, interesting. It was a big, was a big, uh, big circle jerk, Scratch mm. Deli crew. Yeah. Do you ever go to the Comedy Nest? Never been. Yeah. Actually, I went there one time to watch. So, yeah, before I um, started doing open mics, like, recently, or, like, I started in, like, March. But, like, before I actually started going, yeah, I would just go to open mics and watch for a little bit until, I don't know, my plan was basically just to keep going every single night until eventually I just, like, got, just did it or whatever. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I went there one time. There's some pretty funny girls there, but I don't know. I think it's just weird to, like, only go to that, like, place or whatever. Yeah. It is pretty weird. Well, and their their new, like, guidelines are, like, no punching down. And that can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. Right. Yeah. Um. So what what finally pushed you over to be like all right I'm gonna do it I'm going back? Uh, I mean I just wrote my name on the list and then simple at as that. At that point I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't not. What do mic it. was it? What'd you go back to? Uh, I think I saw you water at Waterwheel. Uh, oh Waterwheel, yeah that's a good one. Rest rest in peace. Sad yeah. Yeah. It was a good place. Yeah, I guess it hang. was running. Yeah, it was kind of going off the rails yeah i mean bit, you'd, you'd but, been there before yeah but it was fun place yeah man no uh I, I saw the text that noah got from yeah yeah like the uh from the owners of the water wheel <laughs> yeah they're like we do not want to be associated with comedy 
Well, with like, uh, I think they were saying, oh, people are saying racist stuff, and there's like fights, and it's not really bringing in a ton of money. So, <sighs> who, yeah, fights. deuces. Were there fights? I never um, saw a fight. Do you know who Ratchet Derpa is? No. So it was this blonde chick that would hang oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. heckle hardcore. Okay, I think I do know. She'd who... heckle hardcore, and then people would like clap back at her, and, yes, and she just okay. wouldn't I, stop. I saw some shit. I and she I would do. Uh, she would do sets sometimes, but like she would go so hard on people, like like it it, it would approach like physical altercation. Especially, like, when her boyfriend was there. Because, like, she'd start a fight and he would have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think uh, she got into it with, like, either Marcus or Keon or, or both of them at yes, one point. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Right, I remember. Yeah. Okay. And I then saw... she would play the victim hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? you know, she, she did that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Waterwheel, it's the kind of place where... There was really zero oversight. <laughs> yes. And like, you know, yeah, people, yeah. people would feel comfortable saying racist stuff. Like you get a lot of John Banning performances uh. or like PJ or Femi could just go up there and be as wild as possible. Yeah. Uh, with no kind of. Yeah. You know, restraint. And uh, dude, yeah. Rob, Rob would go up there sometimes and oh, say some wild God. shit. I was like, holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, that guy's like... That's nuts, dude. Rob... Uh, Conroy. Conroy, yeah. Yeah. That guy is, is, is mentally unwell. Really? I've only ever dealt with him one time. Yes, well, uh, prior to his comedy career, he was a homeless meth addict. Oh, a real Sam Miller. Yeah, you know, but uh, not funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think he quit. I think he stepped away from comedy for a while. Too hectic. Something, yeah, I don't know. The success really went to his head. <laughs> so how you've only been doing comedy for like <clears throat> less than a year, a year? Like five months. Five months. Yeah. Yeah. Experiencing a meteoric rise. Yeah. This guy is my go-to guest host for um, the... Uh, 4B is open mic. 4B open mic. Tavern. What do we I call it? The, the bomb shelter. Bomb shelter Ugh, comedy. Jesus, I hate that fucking room. <laughs> you just gotta give it time it's I just crazy. realized that I've been doing my room for like two years now Yeah And it kind of just melds into a thing after a while, you know I, I mean, it, it's a thing Yeah I just don't like what the thing <laughs> is <laughs> Like I know what like the ceiling for that room is And we've kind of hit it Okay Yeah Probably so, Yeah like it, it's it's kind of a yeah. It's not really a good it's room. It's not a great setup for comedy. Yeah. It would be if, and I know you don't want to do it, but if you just made sound baffles for those openings by the stage, that room would be so fucking good. If you could just like block some of the sound and just dampen the sound sure. in there and just make it feel tighter, mm -hmm. that room would be so good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did, it would probably be pretty good. I don't know. I mean, that's like, so So there's the sound, but then there's also like the constant stream of people coming from the pool room into the bar room to get drinks and then leave who aren't interested in comedy. That's fine. I've... I I deal with that weekly, and I know it's interesting to see how that affects people because, mm -hmm. like, people who have who are more accustomed to like bigger shows or like you know more seasoned people, sure. I find that that throws them off more than a brand new person because there's they equate people getting up to <clears throat> uh, leave the room as them doing badly, yeah. So it triggers a defense in them to yes. where they get. Super like, oh, what are you guys leaving right now? Uh, just like, and they get become super defensive sure. about it, and it throws them off their track. Yeah, and the new people, they shouldn't only it be the ever opposite, do. though? It sh like, it shouldn't you just be good enough to not let that happen to you? That's what's interesting about it. Well, see, so the new people, they're used to only doing shitty shows and, like, right. trash bars. So, like, they know 
how that works and good people they're like oh okay this is this is what a comedy show is supposed to be right and so, so they're out of touch with that i mean yeah it's skating a, right it's a in front of open them. mic bro like it's not a fucking right and so when you actual show get yeah. someone roller skating right by in front of but you, you are what you eat they uh it throws them off you know what i mean because they're so unaccustomed to it yeah and so I, I don't think that the people coming and going is a negative thing i think that's just an element an object in the room like every yeah. comedy club is it i mean own... it would be better if it wasn't happening sure but like it's not yeah it's not like a yeah it's not like a huge deal well and, and like in both of our rooms kind of the norm is just performing to a generally disinterested audience <laughs> sometimes that is mostly comedians yeah i don't know my room gets can get hot my room can sure get hot. yeah but like we had like last week, we had a decent audience. They were small but attentive, and like it was, it was. I was like, "All right, this is gonna be a good one." And then, shout out Femi got up there and scared all the hoes away, mm-hmm. doing coat hanger abortion jokes, oh. and <clears throat> just like walk the whole room. Yeah, uh, they love the reproductive freedoms. Gonna have to maybe reel that one in, but. Uh, and then the show wasn't that great afterwards. So, yeah, you only need to scare the hose one time. Got to learn how to read the room. You yeah. ever scared the hose, Leo? Scared the hose? You ever scared the hose? Um, I mean, not in like a super egregious way, probably. But you know, okay. I mean, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I maybe just said something that I shouldn't have said. Yeah, yeah. Like said something. Out it's easy of to do. Yeah. I've, I've never scared the hose. My reputation with the Seattle women in comedy is un, <laughs> unflawed. Dude, b- b- both of both of us scare the hose by the very merit of our existence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like if if hose saw us walking down the street together, they'd probably be like, "Oh, they're gay. How nice." But if they saw us individually, they'd be like, "I'm afraid." Mm, interesting <laughs> but like the, the the no i see what you're saying yeah, yeah no you see what we're saying we look like we i think you guys look all right no we yeah. don't we don't, yeah, we don't yeah, look yeah. gay but like this city's baseline is just so homosexual that they would see us you know two non-standard gentlemen and be like oh gays right um, um but here's the other thing is like a lot of times like as scare goes up like getting wet also goes up yeah, but yeah, also mental like health the- goes down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well, we know what we know what level we're batting at. I'm doing pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're doing good. Our I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. What's What's the definition of that? Uh, my girl has her shit together in okay. multiple ways and isn't a constant nightmare. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good shit. It's true. That's She's dope. pretty great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Her dog's kind of a bully, but. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It's just like a, it's like a totem to put all of the negative emotions on. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I did a, I did a show last night, and uh, I walked in. Susan and, Rice. Yeah, I was featuring yeah. at a club comedy. Um, all those door guy shifts finally paying off. Yeah. <laughs> but I walked in, and it was like, most of the audience was like women who sit with their arms crossed of like various social strata and i was like oh they're gonna love me horrible yeah well no it was like 25 year olds who would like not swipe on me on tinder and like 45 year old women who like they would come and like it's the kind of woman that would you know go to the chiropractic place and be like oh i'm gonna get a massage and then they would see that i was their massage therapist and be disappointed it's a type of person. Okay. Sure, yeah, I see what you're trying and to yeah, say. And yeah, you know, like there were a few boyfriends in the crowd, but it was it was too little too much, okay. too little too late. Like they couldn't laugh at the jokes because their girlfriends were crossing their arms. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I could see that I could see that they were like following along and kind of fucking with it, but then uh-huh. You know, they would look over to see what the girlfriend thought after uh-huh. every punchline, and she uh, was just, you know, crossing her arms. That's nope. horrible. Don't She's laugh. Like, well, I want to get my dick sucked sometime this year, so 
Yeah, babe, that's fucked up. I don't even, yeah. That's crazy, babe. I guess because I'm too much of a comic that I would never do something like that. Just sure. I just laugh at anything that I think is funny. You do. We appreciate it. But, yeah, that's weird. I mean, yeah, that's, like, such a fucking bad way to have a relationship with somebody. <laughs> like, to just, you know. Mm. You'll have one, too, one day, yeah, young yeah. Leo. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying I've never done anything like that before. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and, no, like, a- as you... Just don't date comics. A- as you get yeah. better shows, like, you'll see all of these dynamics. Like, that. that's a, that's a trope. That's an archetype of a crowd that you'll get. It's in- That's interesting, yeah. And, you know, like, I would say, uh, you know, me and you... Our comedy is very much for the bros. <laughs> that that's that's our audience. Hey, my short king joke. It's been get, it, the ladies like it. Well, yeah, they like it because they're making fun of you. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're laughing at you, it's not in with ge- you. No, that's not like, true. Oh, he's doing. That's he's not mixing true. The two. What's the Gatorade? Oh, that flavor? looks like jizz. That looks like a looks fucking. Like is a white thing cherry? Of pre- large cup of cum. It's like pre cum. It's a little little is that thin. Yeah. White cherry. White, uh, cherry lime, White cherry something. Lime. I don't know. Mixed with lemon lime, uh, electrolyte. <clears throat> getting limey. I need in it here. Cool, cool. So you got your short kings joke. Mm-hmm. You got your no fap joke. Yeah, I got three jokes right now. What's your other joke? Uh, about getting fired. Oh yeah, you're you're getting fired because you were shitting on the Zoom call. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that a true story? No, it's all it's all completely made up. Okay. You didn't even have that job. No, I had the job. I had the job. Did you get fired from it? Uh, I mean, technically, it was based. It was a reorganization. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, you so just, yes, you got fired. So I mean, yes. You were, he was late. But off. I don't have yeah. to say that I got fired on other job applications. Yeah. What was the job? Uh. I worked for a wealth management company doing I was on the investment research team. Um so I mean basically I just did anything that the rest of the team needed, just made spreadsheets and sh- and different documents and stuff like that. Um so your life's passion basically. I mean, it was you got I, I mean I I liked the job. College? Oh, no, no, no. Well, I, I went to community college for two years, and then I transferred to UW. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. What was uh, what was UW like? Do you ever fuck your ex's friend? Um, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, yeah, UW, it was pretty fun. Were you in a frat? Yeah. Which one? Theta Delta Chi. Sick. Fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Theta Delta Nation, baby. Was it a, was a pretty good time? You like that it was party pretty fun. lifestyle? Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I mean, I'm all I'm still friends with all like most of the people yeah. that I knew from back then. So, yeah, it's a pretty good way like to make friends. Two years ago back then? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the attitude of people in the frat community towards people who were not in the frat community uh, that would, like, try to come and hang out at the parties? Oh, I mean, it's kind of like your first year, like, everybody, like, hates everybody that's not in a frat, basically. Right. Or, like, not hates, but, like, they're just, like, you suck, basically. Sure. And then, like... Obviously, the older you get, then, like, the less you give a fuck about that. You just, like, right, whatever, right. just treat. I mean, like, because it's like, it's oh, like anybody... this guy is not in a frat, but he has really good ketamine. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Fucking I don't know. Jeeds. Yeah, jeeds. Yeah. Is there enough room for everyone to be in a frat? Oh, no. Right. Not, not, not even close. Yeah. So isn't it weird that that's like even a thing, right? Like frats are just so bizarre, right? No, it totally makes sense. For generational wealth, you mean, or like? Well, for for being a part of like a of a masculine brotherhood, where you get to like party. It's all hella old shit. Yeah, all this shit's like all of them are like started in like the seventeen hundreds and shit. 
Did so you have like, to do any like uh, gay shit or drinking challenges to get in? Yeah, they how'd they haze you? Um, I mean, we had this one thing where we all had to chug a gallon of milk and like. And do you think they were doing that in 1772? No, <laughs> no. It was before plastic was invented. It's hard to get milk like that. Yeah, we all had to drink a gallon of milk in like ten minutes, and then after we. What percentage we, of fat on that? Oh, whole? whole milk. Okay. And then we had to, and then after that, we thought we were done, and then we had to, and then they gave us, we each had to uh, chug a thing of half and half after Ugh. that. Ugh. So that was pretty horrible. What about for the lactose intolerance kids? Did they get like oat um, milk? I don't remember what they they did. Yeah, <laughs> it was way fucking easier for them. That's they so had easy. some bullshit. Um, I don't know. And then I didn't have to do this, but there's this thing called the elephant walk. Okay. Um, which is basically this thing where, like, you uh, you, you suck l- each other's dicks from behind like and walk you, in a line. You uh, yeah, you walk. You you're in like a line, and then you have to walk, and then like you have to grab the guy's dick behind you, and uh-huh. then the guy in front of you <laughs> grabs your dick like this. Sure. So it's like I imagine yeah, it perfectly, yeah. like so an elephant. Like, so oh yeah, how the elephants walk holding each other's tails. Something like that. That's pretty gay. Yeah. Why didn't you have Wait, to do that? So you're on your four all fours in front. And so you're reaching back and grabbing that guy's dick like that? Yeah, and then he and then the guy in front of you is grabbing your dick. That and seems, then it's like a chain. That seems like a very difficult just like ergonomic. Like mechanically, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's me- like a stress <laughs> position and it's gay. Yeah. <laughs> So what? How'd you get out of this? Oh, did I didn't. You have to do no, it? that's just full naked or clothed. I mean, I'm. I would assume you do it full naked. Oh, you didn't do this. I didn't do this. Oh. No, 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 no. I didn't. That because you I transferred mean, in junior year. No, that's. I mean, I'm. I'm just telling you. Like, I'm just trying to tell you what the craziest shit is that yeah. I heard. Okay. Okay. Oh, you just heard about it. You never seen this elephant walk. Oh no, I never seen it, but I did hear like basically this frat that we got that like was across the street from us basically mm-hmm. like got shut down because they they did it ah, someone okay. ratted them out <laughs> what and someone ratted them out yeah they like brought a bunch of girls there and like the girls were like watching or something like that i don't yeah. know and they, they violated weird. the cardinal rule they scared the host yeah yeah so yeah um you gotta you gotta leave that one for the gay frat yeah yeah that's it's a very low bar for them yeah, my brother was in a frat, and he was saying, like, they had to, like, nine guys had to finish a keg in an hour. Yeah. Or, like, they each had to drink a fifth of whiskey in an hour, and uh, you're just, like, throwing up Yeah. all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, we didn't have to do any drinking-related hazing. Yeah. Um, just milk-related. Yeah, I don't know. Our shit was fucking kind of whack, honestly. The hazing. The hazing? That's supposed to be whack. I mean, yeah. We just got, like, the year before I joined, they got, like, fucked by the school because they were doing crazy shit. Yeah. So then they couldn't do shit anymore. Um, What were they doing? uh, Like, making people, like, do, like, push-ups on, like, nails and shit, like, broken glass and, like, um, I don't know, like... Making people like run hills and shit, sure. and, like, chug like fifths and shit like that, and run hills like. See, I feel like I like support that, that kind. That's of, not even. I feel like I support that kind of hazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other the other most fucked up one is the soggy waffle. I didn't yeah. have to do this either, but that's like a that's like a ookie cookie, right? It's probably the same Where thing. You jerk it's off on a waffle, a bunch of guys and the last person jerk has off to eat on it. a on a waffle, and then you have to eat it. Uh-huh. Everyone yeah. <laughs> eats it, or the last person to come eats it. No, no, no. If you're you're the one getting hazed, so all the other guys are jerking off on it, and then you eat it because you're the one. I just like I just don't want friends that bad. You know what I mean? Like I just... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like no, yeah, yeah. That, I I'm I'm saying I didn't have to do any of that type of shit. Like, yeah. You like know. there's no situation where like oh you guys would be nice to me if I eat your cum on a waffle. <laughs> like get fuck. Like like I don't want yeah. those people in my life. Yeah, like, yeah I don't yeah. know. I've never yeah. understood how people get talked into that. It's like it's like yeah. how Epstein controlled world governments. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you better 
increase this tariff and let in these migrants because you ate my cum on a waffle. Right, yeah. I'll tell people. Year. Yeah. That's cool. So how was how was Susan Rice? How was the whole show? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so you did shit or what? Or so you did okay? My the first show I did pretty good. Okay. Um, I just going in, I was like, all right, I'm not gonna try to do crowd work. I'm not gonna go off script too much. I'm just gonna stay in the pocket, see how 25 minutes feels. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, first show went great. Uh-huh. Uh, only like a couple punchlines didn't hit the uh-huh. way I wanted them to, and uh, Susan seemed pretty happy okay. with, you know, mm-hmm. how I did. Yeah. And then the second night, it was that crowd of women crossing their arms, mm-hmm. and I didn't do great, but but like nobody did great. Like oh, everybody came good. off the stage, even Susan. And, you know, Susan did the best of anyone, but she's like, I hate these fucking people. Oh, really? So, you know, sometimes that's how a crowd is. You know, it's like I try to take as much responsibility as possible, but sometimes a crowd is just not a great crowd. Yeah. So, you know, I was feeling pretty bad, but then everyone was like, oh, they were awful. And the host didn't do great. The guest didn't do great. Susan hated them. But, uh... Susan hated them. Susan hated them, yeah. The crowd. Yeah. Oh, not the... Other comedians. No, everyone hated the crowd. Gotcha. Yeah, Rick hated him. Gunner hated him. Susan hated him. What do you think? Is, what do you think that is? Like, how does? What are the dynamics of a shit crowd? Um, I I think it mostly is just that. Like, I hate to throw women under the bus again, but like, <laughs> you know, like they're just crossing their arms, and it's like, ah, Brendan said something really insightful like as comics we don't really care as much about subject matter Mm. it's like if a joke is crafted well we're like oh that's a good joke but like you know it can be about abortion or about the civil war or or like anything so long as the joke is kind of like okay that makes sense but then the audience they're you they're not comics like leo said well they instantly get defensive when exactly yeah they like hear you say a thing and then they're like, oh, I'm not on board right. for that. And like things that are controversial or hot button issues where it's like, OK, we want to tackle these things. You know, we want to make social commentary. But then just even like a man saying something about women. Right. That's enough to get a lot of people to get off board. And it yeah. doesn't matter what you say. Right, it's just sure. like, oh, he yeah. shouldn't be saying that. But do you yeah. think they... And I think if you get, like, too high of a percentage of people who have that kind of attitude, yeah. then you run into that thing of, like, all of them are just kind of – they're not going along with the show. They're, like, assessing things like, oh, okay, what do I think about that? Can I laugh at that? Okay, as opposed to just being open. Yeah. Like when I give massage sometimes, like I can see people aren't just like letting go of their body and giving me their body to do the thing that I need to do with it. It's kind of like that. People who who can't let go of an aspect of control over the situation. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, club comedy, it's on 15th Avenue and Capitol Hill. It's a small crowd. So you get a higher likelihood of. You know, all, like exactly thinking together. People, no, a higher likelihood of people who, who yeah, have like high self consciousness, as opposed to like TCC or laughs, where you get a lot of people coming in from the county, and they're just like, I want to see some shit, I want to laugh, right? And you know, they're not assessing yeah. for content in the same way. Yeah. So, you know, and and, and like I was also saying to Brendan, like. I want to make those people laugh. I don't want to be just like, oh, fuck them. Right. I don't want to make them laugh. Like, I want to be able to get that crowd. It's just such a fickle beast mm-hmm. compared to, you know, other stuff. And then you got to, you know, a couple things bomb, and it's like, oh, well, shit, my momentum is pretty much shot for the yeah. evening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But do you think they come in with, like... <clears throat> pre 
prescribed notions of what is funny and what isn't funny and what they're going to laugh at? Do you think they come in with a bad attitude? Do you think, or it's just like one no, word triggers no. it? And that's I it. think that they think that they have a good attitude and they have an idea. They're, they're not imagining a situation where the comic is going to say something where it's like, oh, I don't like that. They're like, I'm fun. I'm open-minded. Yeah, of course, let's go to see a comedy show. And then someone like me or you, you or Leo gets up and like they're like, oh, I don't like that person. And I think that, they, I think that that behavior isn't like a chosen behavior. It's instinctual behavior for them. So, you know, like the same way that for... Some of us, it's just like, oh, we're going along. It's just like our natural inclination for them to be like, I'm going to have anxiety about what's going on on stage in front of me is their instinct. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, that that's not going to change. That's not going to change like in one 20-minute set. So... I mean, yeah, I think probably a lot of people like that like come into a comedy show like thinking that... They want to see whatever type of comedy that, like, they want to see. Yeah, exactly. Like, they have like, someone in mind that they they saw somebody on the internet that they like or whatever that they think is funny, and they think, oh, yeah, just because I'm going to this yeah. club that's on Capitol Hill, then, like, everything's going to be all, like, safe and, like, you know, the same. That's what comedy is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they think that that's what comedy is, but they don't actually really know who the who comics actually are a lot yeah. of them. <laughs> They're not like that. Well, no, and, like... I don't know. I'm not saying anything that's like that. I mean, yeah, hate yeah. speechy, yeah, but yeah. it's still enough to like, you know, rub people the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. No. Nah, there. A... There was this. Uh, one of the guys who was fucking with me was like right in the front row. It was a super clean cut white guy from Utah mm -hmm. and his pregnant black wife. Uh huh. And. <laughs> We were talking, and uh, I do this bit about guns. Mm -hmm. And I was like, any, any gun owners in the crowd? And everyone just, like, shuts up. But he's like, oh, I got guns. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you got, man? And he's like, well, I got an AR-15. I got oh some shotguns. I got a 22. Oh, my God. I got God. hunting rifles. And I'm like, see, right now, they hate you more than they hate me, which That's, was my plan. Did, did, did that kill? The whole time. That killed. Okay. Yeah, and good. <laughs> You know, that that went great. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. You've got to. Yeah. I don't know. And like when you. Oh, that was your. Pl oh, you set that up, huh? Yeah. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Um, And, you know, when you're doing like 25 minutes, you just have to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And like even if things aren't going great, like it's like, all right, well, I still have 15 minutes to go. Yeah. Uh, And. I don't know. That's kind of a new skill for me. So, so was that something that you like said, like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this if, in case some it starts going bad to like bring me back," or was that like, like was that like premeditated, or was that like? No, that was kind that was of just like something you thought in the moment. That say? was like a, something I thought. I mean, I have the joke about guns. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, and like you've probably seen like some bits have crowd work built into them. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I, I'm in Seattle. I'm talking about kind of city things. And I'm like, oh, uh, does anyone have guns? And like, if I'm doing it out in the country, everyone's like, yeah, we got guns. <laughs> or if I do it in Seattle, I'm like, uh, everyone's like, oh, no, we're afraid of guns. We don't like guns. But then one guy has guns and he's, you know, from Utah. So he's like, oh, I'm going to stick it to these fucking yeah. Capitol Hill queers because of the guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I do a lot of shows in Seattle, but then I also do a lot of shows out in the country. So I have to kind of rig my joke so I can hit from either side. Yeah. You know, if people are like Lib, they're like, oh, okay, he's on our side. Or if people are like, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, he's making fun of the Libs. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's interesting. It's something to do. Yeah. <laughs> It's something to do. That's something to do. That's, just, that's that's about what comedy is, right? Yeah, it's like maybe one notch above pickleball on the something to do hierarchy. <laughs> is that how you're kind of approaching it? Is just like a hobby, a, a social thing? 
What do you, um, no, you want to do? What are your aspirations? I mean, I'd like to be a just get paid. I like just have that be my job and have make enough money doing comedy to just do that. But yeah, that's a dream. Yeah. Do you have a car? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Big step. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, I think I heard you talking about that with somebody about how it's important to have a car. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. how the fuck are you gonna get anywhere? Yeah. yeah. That's when my career took off. Is when I got a car. Because <laughs> like, if you if you want to get like fifteen twenty minute sets, like you're not gonna get those in Seattle. No, you're just another white guy here. Yeah. But yeah. like, someone's like, "Yo, I need a I need someone in Bremerton." Oh, you know, yeah. you'll be able to drive out there and. Yeah. You know, you do a lot of shit gigs your first five years. Uh, yeah. And then your second and third five years also. Yeah, yeah. Then your fourth, fifth, and sixth five years, you do shit gigs. Yeah. And then you just die because, you know. You uh, <laughs> should start looking into producing a room either. not. I don't know if you need another mic, but uh, another mic wouldn't hurt probably if you could make it a double dippy kind of thing. Yeah. But, or another showcase, but step it up. Because, like, right now, there's just so many fucking, like, garbage-ass shows. And, like, what do you mean? Uh, You know well, the ones I'm talking about. And I mean, I guess. I don't really... Honestly, it's I've kind of not even really gotten into, like... I, th I feel like there's probably so much more shit that I, like, don't even know about. Like shows that people are doing just because i'm not like mm. i don't follow every single person on social media yet or whatever i mean are you i don't know the, but are you in the booking group i don't even I, i'm in some like open mic facebook group or something like that but i don't know oh, if you that's... know you should join the northwest comedians booking group okay a lot of sure. good, a lot of good info in there uh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i've been doing the comics who should be dead that's been fun okay or that's, I mean, I haven't really been producing it, but, like, but yeah. you've curried the favor. Huh. You've curried favor from the people who are producing it. I mean. What's happening in Seattle comedy right now is pretty interesting. Because, like, there, pre-COVID, there was a pretty poppin' scene. Mm -hmm. There was, like, somewhat of a hierarchy, somewhat of, like, things to aspire to to get. There was more stuff. Yeah. And then COVID killed a lot of it. A lot of people left. A lot of people stopped doing it. And so there's, like, kind of, like, a good restart after COVID. Where, yeah. like, some people were still there, and then some people came back and stuff. But, like, there's, like, this new crop of comics. I've only been doing it for, like, two years max. And, yeah. like or brand new and they're just so insular and like there is no way out of that and there's mm -hmm. no uh structure or order or it's just like these like it's just like this all this new comics who don't know a goddamn thing like just like like just like shitting and re-eating their shit <laughs> so it's like a shit or a boris so what should we know what do we need to know what's the uh, thing that we need to know I mean, it's a lot of the stuff that I've kind of yeah. told to you before about, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Re really... Realize that you're writing jokes for a larger audience than just well, who's yeah. at the open mic. But yeah, not yeah, only yeah. that, I mean, a lot of it just comes with the experience, but also it's not necessarily <clears throat> the fault of this. It's because there uh, really isn't an upper echelon of comics here. If you get to a certain level here, you typically move away. So there's not a lot to like, there's no industry. So you're here. saying that there used to be. It, at, there used to be the comedy underground, which right. was like a real comedy club and yeah. like would get real comedians and like getting in yeah. there and getting into that system okay. was like very good. Laughs is comparable to that, but a little e bit even different. Even like when Jai existed. Even like Jai, that yeah. was a place where like the rank beginners could go and see people who right. were like it was more competent comedians. It was more sieved. Right now there's just like a mass of good and shit comics and there's no sieving pro the sieving process is like not as strong right now because there's not enough good mid-tier showcases we have like a bunch right. of comedy clubs that are kind of hard to get into which is great but there's not a lot of mid-tier 
like showcases that kind of like polish the turd a little bit that pull the the good chunks out of the soup yeah we just got a big pot of soup right now yeah and because you feel like the clubs don't want people like me or like just people that aren't that experienced because they haven't had experience doing real shows a lot so they're not going to like put them up there yeah when they haven't done that right i mean you've been doing it for five months you're doing great yeah right? yeah no i'm just yeah, yeah. i'm just trying to uh, you know i, I think that uh, i think the clubs have like some semblance of like a farm team system yes you know laughs for as much as we complain about them like passing everybody like Hey, I was just there this weekend. You know, for, like, those kind of people to be able to get shows on Wednesday and Thursday and, like, see someone like, you know, Chris Mejia. Right. Or, uh, I don't know, just, just better level people do longer sets. It kind of gives you some sort of insight to what you need to do to succeed at a club level. Right. And also to see what fails. Right. You know, in front of a club audience compared to, like, a bar audience. Yeah, it's different um, beasts. So, yeah. Yeah, but... Right now, there's, like I said, there's no elevation out of the crock of shit comedy. Uh, I, 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 th- I think there is. Where, who's got those? Who's doing that? Who's, who, who is doing it now, or, or how does it happen? Like, what is the elevation? Like, how do you, like, what is out of the rank bottom open tier circuit into wh- like, what is that next level? I don't, I'm not really, that I mean, the next it. level is, uh, showcases at laughs and club comedy. And you know, there's, there's people. Yeah. So, so like you have to be smart. Yes. That's the thing you ha- There's a higher burden on the individual comedian to be like, okay, this is how I have to make these leaps. Like you either have to be good enough or adaptable enough to where you're able to kind of fit their system. Yes. And so you're going to get to that level. And you're saying change your jokes? or No, um, you should just write whatever you want to write right now because you don't even know what your voice is. So just like, just write as much as you can and throw it against the wall and see what sticks and figure it out from there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I think that there is a, a balance to be struck between writing what you think is funny and also seeing what is funny to other people. Yeah. And like, you kind of have to do both of those things as you progress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you'll, you'll elevate and you'll be at that level for years, like getting out of the intermediate level is orders of magnitude harder yeah, than getting, getting into, into the oh, intermediate level yeah. because you need to be that much better and that much smarter and also be winning like the social networking game the, yeah at a certain level which is and also just your own mental battles of sure like why the fuck did x y and z yeah like, well it's like an endurance trial yeah cool well i gotta get going me too if you guys want to I gotta keep going, but million, I gotta go. Million fucking things to do today as well. Rub an old man. Nice. Sick. Yeah, dude. Good work, boys. Always ha- a pleasure. Brain city jerks. Anything you want to plug before we go? Um, uh, no. Comics that should be dead. Comics who should When's be dead. August eighteenth. August eighteenth. Jay Markovitz will be there. Casey Judson. Casey will be Judson. There. Uh, Jay Jennings. We gotta get Casey on the pod. That would be something. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Jennings, now he's one of the guys I I have seen him work hard and he's really he's really figuring it out. He's he's getting good. Yeah, he's got some consistency. Yeah. All Divorce right. will do that. All right. That's right. Nice. <laughs>